Hey, hey, everybody, it's Nearby from CerealAndGrapeJuice.com. I am Nearby on Twitter. I am Nearby on Instagram. I, however, am not Nearby on Twitch. I'm actually Nearby Do on Twitch. D-O. Yeah, D-O. D-O. Follow me on Twitch, or else you're all the bad stuff people call each other on social media. Anyway, it's time for another episode of Bayside, buddy. This is episode five. Yeah, Saved by the Bell podcast. Things are getting funnier as we go along. Today, we're going to be discussing and recapping Saved by the Bell Season 1, Episodes 9 and 10, starting with Pinned to the Mat, air date, this is Episode 9 of Season 1, air date October 14th, 1989. By the way, a shout out to all of my fellow Canadians who are celebrating Canadian Thanksgiving today, unless, of course, you're watching this in the future. Screw you. Yeah. You see, we here in Canada, we celebrate Thanksgiving in October. Whereas all you silly Americans wait until November because you live in the past, man. We still, as I said on last episode of Bayside Buddy, see on Grippies.com. Uh, Bayside Buddy available on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Spotify, and see uh, uh, on via SoundCloud. We already know the, the results of the uh, upcoming American election while you're all living in the past. Yep. Just saying. Anyway, we start in the halls of Bayside as it's career week, and several booths are placed for students to get info from for a possible career. Zach shows up and he tells us that everybody's excited except for him, because it's the first sign that their parents aren't going to support them forever. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 30 years later, uh, yeah, enough said. Anyway, uh, Jesse, Kelly, and Lisa show up and are supposed to see Zach's or no, they're surprised, sorry, my notes, they're surprised to see Zach standing near the booth for for uh, for medicine. Zach tells the girls that he actually wants to be a game show host, while Kelly wants to be a housewife or an actress. Screech then passes by the god-off, with a just god-awful moonwalk, and he says that he wants to be an astronaut. You know why? Because astronomy is awesome, and we're going to get to even more of that later. Slater then arrives and he says that the only thing he's interested in right now is his upcoming wrestling match against Valley. So the the Valley Bayside rivalry continues in this episode. Remember, um, uh, Bayside since the uh, they started mentioning the the rivalry between Bayside and Valley. Bayside is up one to nothing after winning that uh, homecoming football game. <sighs> Hopefully, we'll be able to keep track. Zach tells the girls that Slater needs to focus. As he's wrestling Valley's undefeated champion. And Zach wonders why... Oh, sorry. Slater wonders why Zach cares so much about it. Zach pauses time with a timeout. He turns to the camera and he tells us that he's got a bet against the Valley champion. Who every year has beaten Bayside. But now Slater's wrestling. And Zach is confident that Slater's going to win. And Zach has made a bet with Valley's uh, Needick. Their, their, their uh, wrestling champion. That Slater's going to win, and uh, uh, Zach has bet for uh, Needick's $500 dirt bike. Yeah, dirt bikes. <laughs> Zach then unpauses time, and Slater tells him that he doesn't need Zach's help. We then go to the max, and Lisa runs in and tells the group that she's finally decided on a career path. She says she's going to be a fashion designer. Kelly then asks Max what he wanted to do for a career, and Max says that he either wanted to do magic or run a restaurant. And he couldn't do magic because he was never good at pulling rabbits out of a hat. And he does a magic trick. And instead he pulls a chicken out of a hat. Zach then asks Jesse what career she's chosen. And Jesse says she wants to be a lawyer. Zach then asks Kelly. And Kelly says she still wants to be an actress. But she also wants to be a mom and have lots of kids. And Zach says that he'd like to help her with that. Yeah, you can't say, you can't say that kind of thing these days now. You know, don't tell me I'm wrong. Maybe in Cobra Kai you can say those things. I just I just binge watched the first season of Cobra Kai in the last couple days and loved it. So I've got the second season on standby, not via Netflix, via Netflix, via other means because I don't give Netflix money. Canadian Netflix is garbage. But yeah, you can't say that kind of stuff now because people are all sensitive and uppity. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. <sighs> Memories. Anyway, Slater Slater asks why Kelly wouldn't want, or why would Kelly want a litter of preppies when she can have a bunch of little stud muffins like him? Kelly then says that her man is going to have to have a good career to support a big family. And she asks Slater what career he's chosen. Slater stumbles as he obviously hasn't chosen a career yet. And Zach chimes in and he says that Slater's going to be a wrestler. But the gang doesn't see that as a good choice for when he grows up. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was watching this and, and th- when he grow, I thought heard that when he grows up. I mean, isn't high school considered like beyond telling somebody, asking somebody, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" I mean, you're not totally grown up. I mean, bloody hell, take a look at all the a lot of the college students today. Duh, damn. But it, it seems like like you'd be already old enough in high school for somebody to. Or too old for somebody to say, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> you're growing up now. So why don't you just say, what do you want to be when you're done school? Anyway, they continue to prod Slater and bully him <laughs> as he's sitting there looking uncomfortable and bullied. <laughs> we then go to Belding's office and Slater asks to see him for a second. Belding says, okay. And a second later, tells Slater that his time is up and he gets we does that tip of that classic high-pitched Belding laugh. <laughs> Uh, that's a total dad joke and I'm not a dad but that's the kind of joke that I tell people every once in a blue moon if they say hey can I talk to you for a second I say sure and yeah okay time's up later (laughs) anyway Slater tells Belding that he's got a he's got a personal problem choosing a career he asks Belding if he knew what he wanted to be when he was young Belding says that he wanted to be a test pilot or a stunt man but they didn't offer the same sense of risk and adventure as a school administrator (laughs) He then says that when he was in high school, he wanted to be a basketball player, but he realized he looked he would look ridiculous at age 50 dribbling down the court, which makes no sense at all. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> if you're crappy at basketball, they don't put you on the team. But it's, it's, it's Saved by the Bell. Anyway, he continues to speak as Slater then goes off into a classic Saved by the Bell dream sequence. Welcome back to Bayside. <laughs> It's just great to see all you guys again. You know, there never was a class like yours. <laughs> I got you, buddy. <laughs> That's still great, Max. And now, the first judge ever to graduate from Bayside, Judge Jesse Spano. <laughs> You're honored, Your Honor. That pleases the court. <laughs> Lisa, I just love your jeans. They are fabulous. Well, yes, the name Lisa stands for quality, and I'm behind every pair I sell. (laughs) What's that? achieved your dream. Now, what is it like in space? Far out. Have a Mars bar. (laughs) You really like on Mars? Not really. All the good clubs close at nine. (laughs) And now, Bayside's favorite son and the most successful game show host ever, Zach Morris! Richard and hello Bayside. Now let me introduce my lovely wife, Kelly Morris. Now Kelly is gonna present you with a brand new 19-inch cable ready TV. Well, Kelly, you're a successful model, a former Miss Everything. What else is new? Now that I'm married to Zach, we have a beautiful home, three kids, two cats, and a dog. Retail value of home, kids, and pets, $732,000. Hey, everybody. Remember me? (laughs) I can't slay her. Is he's lost thirty matches in a row, honey? He's over the hill. <laughs> That's because he never picked a career during career week in school. Ah, he used to be a jock. Now he's a joke. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and and, oh, and that TV man, <laughs> that TV that Zach, the game show host, was was oh those TVs, man. You young kids today with your flat screens, you know, yeah, you, you, 
you're all problems. <laughs> anyway, Slater, after his little daydream, Belding finishes a story about how he became the Flojo, the Florence Griffith Joiner, for those who don't know who Flojo is or was. Became the Flojo of principles in hopes that he's been of some help to Slater, who looks off into the distance looking worried. We then go to the boys' locker room where Zack and Screech are pretending to ride the dirt bike that Zack plans on winning. Screech asks Zack, what do you bet against uh, Needick's dirt bike? And Zack replies that he bet his own dirt, uh, dirt bike. And Screech reminds Zack that Zack doesn't actually have a dirt bike. <laughs> ah, Kingpin, anyone? Classic movie. Munson. <laughs> but Zack, well, they don't, Munson doesn't bet a dirt bike, but he bets money that he doesn't have. Anyway, but Zack is not worried because he's sure that Slater's going to defeat Needick. Slater then arrives and Zack asks him why he's not at practice. Slater says that he doesn't care about wrestling anymore because he doesn't want to end up an overweight beer belly laughing stock. He then tells them that he quit wrestling. Zack freaks out as Slater leaves. Zack is worried about the this this new, not very cool news. And we get a commercial break. It all started back when I was a kid on Melmac. And my name was Gordon. Gordon Shumway. Actually, I prefer Alf. <laughs> it's new storytelling Alf. Say on Melmac, no tabby burger. And he sings, he moves, he tells stories, and even knock-knock jokes with lots of uproarious cassettes to choose from. I'll tell you, kiddo, I'm just having too much fun. Ha! Storytelling Alf. Extra cassettes sold separately. Batteries not included. New from Coleco. After the break, Zach is at the max, and he's worried about Slater not wrestling. Zach then pulls out his brick cell phone. <laughs> the classic Zach phone. And he calls Slater's dad, pretending, pretending to be Slater's guidance counselor. He tells Slater's dad that Slater has a lot of free time on his hands since quitting wrestling. And we fade back to Bayside as careers uh, week is still going on. Zach arrives and approaches Slater and asks him what he's been up to since quitting wrestling. Slater tells Zach that his dad wants him to find an after-school activity since he quit wrestling. Zach tells Slater that there's an after-school club he can join where he can watch a bunch of girls. And he suggests the cooking club. Slater laughs because he's a dumbass. And he says that the cooking club is for girls. To which I say, eat my ass, Slater. Because I'm an excellent chef. Cerealandgrapejuice.com. Go there to check out my examples of me being an excellent chef. Recipes with videos. I've made hundreds of them. Bloody hell. I have a, in my computer, my hard drive, I have a folder called food with over, definitely over 500, maybe even over 600 pictures of food dishes that I've made in the last five years. So Slater, you suck. Yeah. Anyway, Kelly then arrives and quickly leaves as she's late for, uh, she says that she's late for cooking club. Slater then perks up and says that he is also late for cooking club and he follows Kelly Zack then tells us that Slater will be laughed back into the gym when people see him in apron. Or see Slater in, Slater in an apron. To which I say, screw you too, Zack. Cerealandgrapejuice.com When I was in 7th and 8th grade, John McRae uh, Senior Public School, they had cooking, they had uh, uh, cooking class. It was like a combination. There was, it was like home ec and shop. So for a couple months, you do cooking, which I loved. Then you do metal shop, and then you do sewing, which I hated, and then you do wood shop. I loved cooking class, didn't care for metal shop, hated sewing, loved wood shop. Cooking class was amazing the way it was set up. Anyone who's uh, of my generation who remembers the the classic movie Can't Buy Me Love, there's a scene in it where uh, all of the popular cheerleader uh, girls' friends are they're in a cooking class and they're getting on or about going out or being seen with Ronald Miller. That is how my cooking class was set up in John McRae. Just a bunch of stations with ovens and stuff. And we were put into groups. And every class, there was a different chef and then a server and then a dishwasher and stuff. The group I was in, like none of the other kids wanted to be the cook. So I, yeah, I loved it. So Zach and Slater suck my butt. We then go to the cooking class where Zach has also joined. It's funny how he's not worried about being laughed at, but then again, he's not on the sports teams. The teacher tells the class that they'll be making a layer cake. And uh, I just want to say that baking, baking is a science. I remember before I started taking my cooking seriously, segue, hey, Pippa, I would try to make banana bread and I would fail every time. 
because every single recipe I followed would say two bananas, take two bananas, take two bananas. So I would go to the supermarket to buy the ingredients and bananas come in all sizes. Okay. They're never, they're never one certain size. So I would go to the supermarket and I buy a bunch of bananas and they'd be probably about six inches long. And then you go a week later and then they'd be foot long. So I was following those banana bread recipes and failing every time because it, the banana bread would come out just so awful, just undercooked and, and, and I mean, I still ate it. It tastes good, but not with the way it should be. And then finally, a couple years ago, I found a recipe that said specifically this much banana. I made it and it came out perfectly. I am now a banana bread, but I prefer to call it desserty bread king. Cereal and grapejuice.com. Go check them out. I've made multiple different desserty breads, pumpkin spice and chocolate chip, chocolate peanut butter cup, riot bread. There's videos of it. So, yeah. Baking is uh, is quite the science, man. You got to get those measurements right. Anyway, the teacher starts singing and adding ingredients one at a time into her bowl as the students follow at their own workstations. We then get a spinning effect and cut to later on as it's now time to show off the final creations. Kelly's cake is just okay. Zach's cake looks like crap. And Slater's cake is given high praise. Even though uh, I didn't see any layers on it. It's supposed to be layer cakes. It just looked like a basic slab of cake that you would make via a uh, Betty Crocker box of ingredients. So, alright, whatever. Say by the bell. Anyway, Kelly is impressed with Slater's cooking. But Zach isn't. And Zach is worried even more about the bet with the Valley Wrestler. We then go to the Max, where Slater is being praised for his finger quote uh, layer cake. Uh, Zach then turns to the camera and tells us that if you can't beat him, bring in someone who can. Suddenly, the Valley Wrestler arrives and he heads over to the group's table. And the guy rips on Slater for giving up wrestling for baking. And Slater says that the guy is lucky because Slater's going to be a world class chef and his hands are going to be cracking eggs instead of Needick's neck. Needick then mocks Slater and he says he bets Slater looks real good in an apron. <sighs> There's nothing wrong with men cooking. Even in the 80s. I mean, obviously this is 89. There was nothing wrong with it now. There's nothing wrong with it then. Cerealandgrapes.com. Go see why. Cereal. Oh, I'm going to say cereal. Slater <laughs> quickly gets up and he's ready to fight until Kelly steps in and tells Needick that he should go, that he should try Slater's ju cherry jubilee before mocking Slater. Before, yeah, before, uh, yeah, Needick mocks Slater. Anyway, Needick then rips on Slater for having girls fighting for him. And he calls Slater Betty Crocker, as Zack is sure that Slater's not going to stand for this. Slater, while sitting between Kelly and Jesse, tells Needick that he's a lover and not a fighter, as Slater has his arms around both Kelly and Jesse. Needick then calls Slater a chicken and he starts gobbling at him, as Slater calmly crushes a soda can, and Jesse tells Needick that it takes a stronger man not to fight and to take a hike. Needick then tells Zack that he need to have a talk right now. And he drags Zack away. And Needick tells Zack that if he loses the bet since Slater... Or no, no, Needick tells Zack that Zack loses the bet since Slater isn't going to wrestle. But Zack says that he's got he's still got until Friday. Needick then says, he asks Zack who's going to take Slater's place. And Zack assures Needick that Slater will be there. Needick says that come Friday he's going to be riding something into the dirt. Either Zack's bike, which doesn't exist, or Zack's face. And we get another commercial break. Stop! Stop, evildoers! Introducing Super Stretching Superhero Stretch Armstrong! Yes, Stretch Armstrong! Now stretching fun farther than ever before! He bends, he stretches, even ties and knots, but always returns to his original shape! How'd he do that? He's been doing that since he was a kid! Ooh. Stretch Armstrong from Cap Toys! Who else? After the break, Zack and Screech are in the boys' locker room as Screech is wearing a wrestling uniform and looking like a... Well, he's looking like Screech in a wrestling uniform. <laughs> However, Screech was on a season of Hulk Hogan's Celebrity Wrestling. He was on that season. Uh, uh, Danny Bonaducci was on it. Uh, Tiffany, the classic 80s pop singer, was there. Dennis Rodman was there, and as well as some others. I forget who. I personally thought that... Uh, 
Dustin Diamond, a.k.a. Screech, should have won. He was great. But Dennis Rodman won. It was totally fixed, in my opinion, because Hulk Hogan and Dennis Rodman go way back. They were good friends back to the WCW day. So I think I me mean, Hulk Hogan is not above you know, taking care of his friends. So I think Dustin Diamond should have won that friggin' whole thing. But Rodman won it. So what you're going to do with Screech uh, slash Dustin Diamond was awesome in uh, Hulk Hogan Celebrity Wrestling. It might be available on YouTube, so go check it out. If you're a Saved by the Bell fan, you're a Screech fan, look for Hulk Hogan's Celebrity Wrestling where uh, Screech, Dustin Diamond, was a contestant, as was Danny Bonaducci, Tiffany, Dennis Rodman, and several others. Uh, Screech is worried about going against Needick, and Zack tells him that when Slater sees Screech taking his place, Slater's going to reconsider and he's going to take the match. Slater then arrives and he asks Zack what he wanted to show him, as Slater has a quiche in the oven. <laughs> That's one thing I haven't made is a quiche. i got to look that up and make it. Zack shows Slater that Screech is going to wrestle in Slater's place, and Slater laughs. Screech tells Slater not to worry, because he's going to take care of Needick while Slater hides behind his apron. Screw you too, Screech. <laughs> Even though, obviously, Screech is just uh, ripping on him, trying to get out of a fight, so I guess Screech is forgiven. Screech leaves, and Slater, and, uh, Slater doesn't buy that Screech is going to do it. Zack tells Slater that Screech is, in fact, going to do it, and he asks Slater if he's just going to let it happen. And Slater says that he's got to go check on his quiche, and he leaves. And Zack is still worried. We then cut to the gym as the match is about to begin. And Kelly, Lisa, and Jesse are leading uh, the beep-a-beep-a-beep-a-beep. The <laughs> go Bayside cheer. You know, beep-a-beep-a-beep-a-beep. Go Bayside. Yay. It's funny. I mean, Kelly, I think Kelly and uh, Lisa were the only ones dressed in cheerleading uniforms. I mean, the school's only got three cheerleaders. Then again, they got a, it's not exactly a gym they wrestle in. Or this, what happened, they're, yeah, this is shot in. It's. It's a room, <laughs> probably with the word gym <laughs> uh, on a piece of paper taped to the wall. <laughs> anyway, Screech then walks over to Needick and he tries to intimidate him with some weak shoulder blocks and a chop. Needick asks Screech who he is. And Screech replies that he Screech the body powers. <laughs> Seriously, go check out Dustin Diamond and Hulk Hogan Celebrity Wrestling. It's surely available somewhere, if not on YouTube. Needick stands up and he towers over. He just towers over Dustin Diamond Screech, man, big time. Not only towers over him, but he's obviously a lot bulkier than him. And he asks Screech what he's doing. Screech replies that he's trying to intimidate Needick. And he continues to deliver some shoulder blocks. Needick asks where Slater is and Screech says that he killed him. <laughs> Needick tells Screech to move aside. And Screech tells Needick that his mom, dad, and dog are ugly. And Needick takes offense to his dog being called ugly. And he's ready to beat Screech's ass. <laughs> As Screech then runs and heads over to Zack, <laughs> Zack tells Screech that Slater isn't coming. <laughs> Probably should have told him this sooner, Zack. And Screech panics. Needick then tells Screech that he's going to kick his ass right now. And Screech quickly lays down to the mat so Needick can get the quick, easy, painless victory. A la uh, uh, Bash at the Beach 2000 it was, WCW, as well as one of the Halloween Havocs. Hogan laying down for Sting. That's right, wrestling. Shut up. Needick then picks Screech up and puts him in an airplane spin when Slater suddenly arrives and he's dressed in his wrestling gear. Slater then challenges Needick to do something to someone his own size. And the match begins. And it ends in about 10 seconds as Slater performs a belly-to-back suplex and gets the one count for the win. That's right, man. Of uh, I prefer the three count, but that's in you know the uh, the professional wrestling, whereas in real wrestling, it's it's just a one count. I think it should at least be a two count, but whatever. Anyways, Kelly is excited to see Slater back, and Slater says that his quiche blew up, and he's just a kid, and he doesn't need to have a career right now. Jesse agrees, and she says that they will all worry about it next year. Nita gets up, and Zach tells him that he won the bet. And Needick's dirt bike. Belden then chimes in and tells Zack that he actually lost. Because gambling is a no-no. And he gives Zack detention. And we get the credits of a very good, memorable, classic episode. Again, there's nothing wrong with dudes cooking. Obviously, it's, it's a lot more accepted now. But I do remember back in the day, back in this day in the 80s, it was, you know, come on, come on, dude. You're going to cook, man? What are you going to cook, man? You're going to open up a can of Chef Boyardee? 
Come on, man. Leave that to your to your lady, man. The ladies know how to cook. Well, I challenge any lady listening to this to a cook-off. And uh, just give me the give me the ribbon because I'm, I'm going to beat all your asses, male or female or to be determined. Ha! Anyway, move on. The Saved by the Bell Season 1, Episode 10. Another classic. This one entitled Beauty and the Screech. This was a good one. <laughs> Air date October 21st, 1989. We start in the halls of Bayside as Kelly is on a payphone. That's right, a payphone. You don't see I, see... I see payphones out in amongst the, the world still, but I haven't seen anybody using one. Well, I saw one somebody using one last year in a bus terminal. But other than that, man. I, mean, I remember back in the day, one of the big things... I, I never did it, but there were times that... Okay, this is before cell phones, obviously, or before I had one. And I would, I would need a cab, so I'd go to a pay, a pay phone booth, grab the phone book, and all the pages where the, where the phone numbers for taxi cabs were torn out because dumbasses like to do that shit. Was, so, yeah, for ripping out the cabs, you, you ass clowns. I could have been murdered. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Zach notices Kelly on the pay phone. He turns and he tells us that he likes school because it's a good way to kill time between the weekends and it gives him five days to plan his Saturday night. Kelly gets off the phone and she's excited because she called into a radio station and she won two tickets to see George Michael rest in peace. Jesse asks Kelly who she's going to take and Zach, throws his, Zach uh, throws his name into the hat followed by Slater. It's, it's funny, why didn't Jesse just ask, take me? Why does... And, and why does Kelly have to choose between Zack and Slater? You know, why not? Uh, well, we're going to get to that later for those who know this classic episode. Anyway, Kelly says that she'd like to take both of them. Why? But she needs time to decide. And Zack immediately, immediately says, time's up. And Kelly replies, Zack. Zack says, see, she's going with me. I <laughs> uh, love it. The bell rings and Kelly tells Zack and Slater that she'll let them know. Why, did, why does it have to be between those two? Come on, man. Why can't, uh, uh, why can't Max? Why not Max? Why not Jesse or Lisa? Come on, Kelly. Why not building? Anyway, in class, the teacher lets Screech wear the Mertz Molecule hat in honor of Screech's 37th straight A+. And that the hat is basically a bunch of those classic Tinker Toys put together to form a crown. I never had Tinker Toys, but they had them in school. Now the class applauds and the teacher tells Screech that the hat is a good way to get girls. The teacher then hands out the latest test results. Slater celebrates getting a B-, and the teacher tells Slater that if NASA scientists got a B-, the space shuttle wouldn't get past Cleveland. Zack is then given his results, and the teacher tells him to copy from someone else next time. <laughs> Kelly's given her result, and she's got an F. Well, it's science. Science wasn't exactly easy. I wasn't exactly the best at science back in the day, but I love science now. Science and astronomy. Love it. Kelly asks if she really deserved an F. And the teacher replies that they don't allow to, they don't let the school they don't let the school give M's. <laughs> which I thought which was funny, man. M's. <laughs> uh, Kelly is worried that her parent I never got an F. Well. I probably would have if if uh I mean my first uh Year of year of high my first year of high school I did a lot of skipping, which is why I took longer than four years to finish high school. So I probably would have got an F, but I didn't take an exam. I didn't let them give me an F, you know. So we'll just say that. So I skipped the exams my first year. So I didn't let them give me an F or an M. Anyway, Kelly is worried that her parents are going to be angry as the teacher announces another upcoming test. Kelly worries that she'll be grounded for life, which means no cheerleading, no volleyball. And no George Michael concert. As Zach then tells us that that means his weekend is shot now. Later, Zach and Screech are in school. Or they're in the hallway at school. And Zach tells Screech that he, needs, that he needs Screech to help Kelly get an A on the next science test. And Screech says that he can't. Because it's mating season on his ant farm. <laughs> oh, I tried to have an ant farm once. Uh, the, the dollar store. That, this was probably about 20 years ago. Was selling... Well, you get what you pay for at dollar stores. And in the toy section, they had little tiny things that were supposedly ant farms. And uh, 
you had to put your own ants in it, and I bought it, and I and that was it. I never went looking for ants, but but I tried, <laughs> kind of. Anyway, so I guess I got, would have got an F for that. Anyway, Zach tells Screech that uh, by helping Kelly, Screech will also be helping Lisa, because Kelly and Lisa are friends. <laughs> Good, I like that, Zach. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kelly is worried about her marks as Jesse and Lisa tell her to think positively. Zach pops in. He tells Kelly that Screech has agreed to tutor her. And Screech tells Kelly that he'll be her Yoda and he'll be Lisa's everything. <laughs> Kelly accepts the offer and Screech says that they can start studying tonight. But it'll have to be at his place because he's not allowed out after Alf. <laughs> Alf. <laughs> uh, I never watched that show, but that was a popular big-time show back in the day. Alf. <laughs> uh, anyway, we go to Screech's bedroom, which is pretty, which is pretty rocking looking with high-tech, well, high-tech stuff for its day, including a big glass ball which reacts to static electricity when you touch it, a telescope which I wish I had. I mean, even though I live in a in a an apartment complex on the eighth floor. I still love to have an awesome, like a good telescope, not some cheap one, but a good one, just to look out. Because, uh, I mean, w watching the, the astronomy videos on YouTube are fine and good, but uh, I want a telescope. SerialandGrapeyStock.com. Ask me for my PayPal. <laughs> uh, and he's also got a full-size robot in his room. Kelly arrives and he calls out to Screech, but Screech is nowhere to be seen. The robot then comes to life and follows Kelly around from behind. Kelly touches the big glass ball and it reacts with electricity as the robot tells her that she's electrifying. The robot then introduces itself as Kevin and Screech arrives and he says that he was developing pictures in his red room. And Kevin says, Kevin the robot says that the pictures are for Robot Illustrated and he's been chosen as hunk of the month. Kelly laughs and he tells, and she tells Screech that the robot is just like him. Screech says, yeah, of course he is, I programmed him. Kelly then looks around some more and she's impressed with Screech's room. As Screech wants to begin tutoring, Screech asks Kelly what she knows about nuclear fission. And Kelly says that she doesn't know much because she always loses her bait. <laughs> so, you know, get it? Nuclear fission? Nuclear fishing? Yeah, Kelly made it funny. <laughs> Later, Screech is using a bunch of Barbie dolls in cheerleading outfits to demonstrate atomic fusion. Kelly takes the lesson well and seems to understand and appreciates all the effort Screech went through for her. As Screech tells Kelly that he wanted to show her that science is fun. Hell yeah it is, man. Science. Astronomy. Well, space science. It's awesome. Anyway, Kevin the robot then announces that it's now 9pm and Screech needs to floss. Screech tells Kelly that they need to finish as it's his bedtime. 9pm <sighs> in high school. All right. Well, then again, he's, he's got 37A pluses, so I guess it's working. Kelly thanks him. <sighs> tells Screech that they had, that she had a good time. They then stand there and then they look at each other for a second. They just it's, it was it was tiny itty bitty. It was you know what, there's there's all these terms these days micro aggression and micro this. So I would call this micro awkward. <laughs> this little standing in front of each other, but they then exchange this. Uh, Micro awkward handshake. Yeah, new word, micro awkward. Uh-huh. <sighs> Kelly then Kelly leaves and Kevin the robot remarks that Kelly is cute. We then cut out cut to outside of Screech's bedroom door, where Kelly's standing there, and she's got a big smile on her face. <laughs> the next day, Jesse and Lisa are at the max with Kelly, and she's just gazing off into the distance, and she's in La La Land. Because she's, well, here's why. Well, she's got all the symptoms. Glassy eyes, goofy look. Mismatch wardrobe, it can only mean one thing. Crush. Crush. <laughs> Come on, Kelly, who are you thinking about? Is he cute? Well, kind of. He's real intelligent, got a great sense of humor, and he's really fun to be with. Oh, if I found someone like that, I'd never let him go. So give already, who is it? Screech! <laughs> Kelly, you're kidding, right? No, I had so much fun studying with Screech in his room last night. 
You were in his room? Oh, didn't the bats bother you? That is just a rumor. None of his creatures can fly. You know, Lisa, you really ought to give Screech a chance. I'd rather give Chicken Pox a chance. I'm telling you, Screech can be really charming. He definitely did something to her brain. He did. I'm seeing Screech in a completely different way. The best way is blindfolded. <laughs> I gotta say, Lisa spit that drink out like a pro, man. You know, back to the whole wrestling thing. That was like better than Triple H does it. Lisa, well done with that spit out. Well done. Ah, yeah. Screech. (laughs) Zack and Screech then arrive at the max. And Zack is bugging Screech to find out how things went with Kelly's tutoring. But Screech tells Zack that he already told him. You know, shut up. Preppy. Zack asks how many times his name came up, and Screech says zero. Nada. Zilt, shut up. Screech then... uh, Kelly then... uh, I have Screech then greets Screech. Kelly then greets... Kelly then greets Screech. And tells him that that, uh, all she's been able to think about is the tutoring lessons. Screech... uh, Zack says hi to Kelly, but Kelly continues to basically fawn all over Screech. And totally ignore Zack. Kelly wants to go over more science stuff as Zack continues to say hi to Kelly, and Kelly tells Screech that they should go somewhere more quiet. <laughs> Zack then heads over to sit with Lisa and Jesse. Jesse tells Zack that Kelly only has eyes for Screech right now, but Zack doesn't buy it. Max then arrives at Screech and Kelly's table with a milkshake for Kelly, and Kelly asks Screech if, she, if he'd like to share, <laughs> and Screech accepts. <laughs> Meanwhile, Zack is still not convinced. And anything is going on when Jesse tells Zack to turn around and take a look at what's going on at Screech and Kelly's table. Zack turns and he sees Kelly and Screech faces just millimeters apart from each other as they share the milkshake. Oh, this was a classic visual. I love it. Zack then says that we've just entered the Twilight Zone and we get a commercial break. From the Masters of the Universe collection. The collector case that carries more than warriors, more than weapons. Your parents put it together. Battle! Battle balls can also help you carry on the struggle. The struggle for... All the power in the universe! The Battle collector carry case from Mattel, each toy sold separately. Oh, as I said on a previous episode of Bayside Buddies, Screech is just the perfect foil in this show, man. Just perfect. Just that shot, that visual of him and Kelly. One drink, two straws. <laughs> oh, I love it. Anyway, after the commercial break, Zach is at school. He's telling Slater about Kelly and Screech. But Slater doesn't buy it. Just then, Screech and Kelly arrive. And they head to Kelly's locker as they're laughing together. Slater wants to try a test, and he asks Kelly if she's up to going for uh, going for pizza and a movie tonight. And Kelly says she can't because she already has dinner plans with Screechy. <laughs> Screech then says that after dinner, <laughs> he and Kel Kel <laughs> are going to be studying at his place. <laughs> Kelly and Screech walk away together as Zach are in disbelief about Screechy and Kel-Kel. <laughs> oh, remember that visual, man, the milkshake. <laughs> oh, they should put that on a t-shirt, man. <laughs> anyway, later at Screech's house, Screech is testing Kelly with questions, and she answers correctly. <laughs> oh, there is suddenly a knock on the door, and it's Zach. <laughs> And he's holding a tricycle, which he, which he says he's returning to Screechy. <laughs> Slater then arrives and he asks Zack what he's doing here. Or what he's doing there. And Zack is also surprised to see Slater. Slater says that he's got, a, he's got stuck on a science problem. And he asks Screechy, what, he asks Screechy to, to explain the theory of relativity. Screechy says that it's complicated and it can take all night. As Kel-Kel wants Zack and Slater to leave. Screech then pushes Zack and Slater out of his room and tells them that that he'll see them tomorrow to do guy things. Kelly is impressed by Screechy's taking charge and Screech wants to go back to studying. He grabs a blender that is full of uh, popped popcorn. 
Screech turns the blender on and the popcorn goes flying everywhere and he explains that that is how uh, radioactivity works. Kelly is happy and excited and she tells Screechy that she gets science now and that he's the best teacher that she ever had. Kel-Kel gives Screechy a hug and kisses him on the cheek and then that's when we see Zack and Slater looking on in shock from the bedroom window. Another classic visual. <laughs> uh, seriously, go back and watch it, man. <laughs> Just the visuals in this episode are awesome. <laughs> oh, we're not done. <laughs> the next day, Zack and Slater are in the boys' washroom. And Slater is upset that they lost Kel-Kel to a nerd. <laughs> Zack says that he wants to keep it secret to protect their reputations and they leave. Right away, two nerds exit the shitters, and they celebrate Kel-Kel and Screechy being an item. We then go to the halls of Bayside, where word is quickly spreading about Kelly and Screech from student to student, and eventually to President George Bush Sr., Mikhail Gorbachev, Margaret Thatcher, and the International Space Station, as we then return to Bayside, and Zach realizes that the secret is now out, and we get a commercial break. Alvin, Simon, Theodore. The collection. Each in really cute outfits. You can collect them one at a time. Or in sets. Or pretend to play ball with Simon. But you know what's best about them? They're funny little faces. The Chipmunk Collectibles. Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. Sold separately or in sets of three. New from Ideal. After the break, we're at the max, and Lisa tells the group that the first time Screech proposed to her, she buried his head in a sandbox. Remember that. Lisa then jokes that Kelly has no right to steal the one guy that she loves to reject. <laughs> uh, I've heard that there's actually people out there like this, man. They're, they're, that there'll be somebody who digs on them, but they constantly reject them. And then when that somebody who digs on them finally moves on and gets somebody else... The one who kept rejecting them gets all friggin' pissed about it. So, I've only heard that there's people out there who have been like that, so... <sighs> I don't know. Anyway. Screech then arrives with... and Well, Screech arrives at the max, and about, about 15 girls jump up, and they want to sit with him. Sl Slater and Zack are confused about Screech's new found... His new, his new fan club. And Jesse says that Kelly's the most popular girl in school, which means that people will... Just follow her lead. That's when Lisa, Jesse, Zack, and Slater all put their heads together and they all have the following classic daydream. Got a date for the prom yet? Well, I've been asked by the captains of the football team, the basketball team, the debating team, and the class hunk. Nothing to get excited about. Yeah, I know what you mean. All the good nerds are taken. Hello? <laughs> Since to love. <laughs> wow. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That was definitely, as far as I'm concerned, the best day, the best daydream collect sequence so far. <laughs> Slater with his lid co- lid collection, <laughs> Screech looking just sharp as hell as, as Screech Bond, and how he. I'm sure everybody noticed it because as the as when Screech entered the audience, the studio audience was just loving it and laughing, and Screech was just trying not to pop, just to crack a big smile. The, the, or Dustin Diamond was trying not to break character. The freaking Kelly's Pizza Hat. <laughs> that was awesome. Anyway, after the dream. <laughs> Screech Bond. <laughs> Great visuals in this episode. Anyway, after the dream, Zack tells Slater that the only way to outfox a nerd is to get a bigger nerd. We then go back to Bayside where Slater and Zack, they've tied a bunch of empty cans together with a rope. With the plan of making Belding think that Kelly and Screech are getting married. <laughs> Belding asks what's going on. And he opens up Kelly's locker. And a bunch of wedding decorations fall out. <laughs> Why would Kelly give her locker combination to anybody? Why would it, any... Uh, whatever. Anyway, Zack and Slater pretend to be hiding a secret as Belding jokes that it's not like Kelly and Screech are getting married. <laughs> Zack tells Belding that he didn't hear it from them. And Slater says that they need to, they need to leave because they need to tie the cans to the back of the honeymoon head speed. <laughs> we then cut to Belding's office where he's talking with Screech. Look, I understand how kids your age might misread a close friendship as something more. You see the road I'm following here, son? No, I think you lost me at the on-ramp, sir. (laughs) I'm talking about you and Kelly. I don't think either of you realizes what lies ahead. Well, sure we do. Friday's the big day. Friday? (laughs) Do you really think you're ready for something like this? Well, I'm always ready. I just hope she is. Do your parents know... Of course they do. She's been at my house every night. And they have no objections? No, they're rooting us on. <laughs> I have objections? Screech, a cantaloupe! Who are you calling a cantaloupe, you melonhead? <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Belding. Screech, get a hold of yourself. Teenage marriage is a very serious step. What teenage marriage? Yours and Kelly's. Well, I'm not getting married, is she? (laughs) Well, then what's all this about Friday being the big day? Well, it is, in science class. It's the final test we've been cramming for all week. Oh, so all this talk about you and Kelly getting married is just some crazy hoax perpetrated by... A couple of detention lifers. Oh, I love it. Screech, you cantaloupe. <laughs> you can't... Uh, you, can, you can't elope, cantaloupe. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Uh, we then cut to the end of class where the test results are given. Slater got a B plus, And Zach got a C. As in, see me after school. <laughs> Kelly celebrates getting an A and she hugs Screech. And she says that she gets to go to the George Michael concert now. And she asks Screech to guess who she's going to take. Screech first guesses Zack. Kelly says no. Then Screech guesses Slater. Kelly says no. Kelly then says that she's taking Screech. And Screech says, why? I hate him. <laughs> ah, Kelly just assumed. Come on, Kelly. Screech, don't listen to that. What what was Screech listened to back in 89? He would listen to Weird Al Yankovic, man. That's who Screech would listen to. Anyway, Kelly then asks Screech where he'd like to go and celebrate. And Screech suggests the International Insect Expo. But Kelly doesn't like that idea. Kelly then suggests playing some beach volleyball. And Screech says that he's that he's had a fear of sand ever since he was in kindergarten. Harking back to that uh, little story that Lisa told earlier about burying his head in the sand after Screech proposed to her. They both then come to, uh, to terms that they don't actually have, a, have much in common. Kelly thanks Screech for his help. And Screech gives Kelly a little kiss on the cheek, cheek as the audience ahs. And even that made me a little, uh, it hit me right there, you know. Screech doing a little kiss on the cheek was, uh, that was awesome. That was a great, an awesome little visual as well. That was very, very well done, Screechy. Screechy then tells Kel-Kel that they'll always have science and he leaves. Kelly remains in class and she's visibly upset as Zach tells us that it's rebound time. 
Don't do it, Zach. Don't go for those women on the rebound. Trust me, I speak from experience. Anyway, Zach and Slater tell Kelly that, that they're both available to go to the concert. You know, yeah. Kelly tells them that they just go that they should just go together, and she doesn't feel like it now. And Kel Kel gives Zach and Slater the concert tickets, which are front row. Uh, Zachy and Slater Pie. <laughs> they agree to meet at seven, and we get the credits on a classic, classic, excellent visual episode of Saved by the Bell. Kel Kel Screechy. Seriously, go back and watch this one if you want a good laugh and good heartfelt moments. Screech's room with all the sciencey stuff was excellent. Kevin the Robot. I don't remember if we see any more of Kevin the Robot. We probably do, but not much. Ah, but yeah. Screech, that little peck on the... That little peck that Screech gave Kelly at the end there. That was that was good. I like that. That was very good. Anyway, that was this episode of Bayside Buddy. Episode 5, SerialAndGrapeJuice.com. I am Nairby on Twitter. I am Nairby on Instagram. I am also Nairby Do on Twitch. Go follow me there so I can get a follower. I can get a subscribe button. You need 50 followers, so just go there, damn it. You can watch me stream live or go back and watch my past streams. Gamers, man. I started a new playthrough of Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, yesterday, playing as the sister. Because, uh, well, for those gamers out there who know what I'm talking about, I finished, I've actually platinumed the game. I have it on PlayStation 4. Yeah, nice segue here. I platinumed Assassin's Creed Odyssey on PlayStation 4. I played through the main story as Alexios, the dude. And I started a new place playthrough as his sister, Cassandra, where I'm going to make all the opposite choices. Like on the Alexios playthrough, all the choices I made were like good guy choices. So on the sister playthrough, I'm gonna be a, I'm being a complete bully and a complete bitch. So go check me out, Twitch, Nairby Do. Anyway, join me next time for another exciting episode of Bayside Buddy Saved by the Bell podcast, where we will be uh, it's episode five, Bayside. Yeah, episode five, right? Where we're gonna be discussing, recapping Saved by the Bell season one, episodes nine and ten, two. Classic, classic episodes. First one, the friendship, but the the friendship business. Everybody remember, remember, buddy bands. Yeah, that's coming up. And the mamas and the papas, where uh, the gang they play house as husbands, wives, and kids. Those are those two are coming up next on Bayside Buddy Say by the Bell podcast. Share this around so I can become rich and famous, and uh, in return, I'll give you like clicks on social media. Thanks for living. This is living. This has been Nairby Do. Uh, you can't really make a, a cringy pet name with uh, Nairby. Uh, how about Nairby? Nair- oh, yeah. This has been Nairby Pie. Bayside, buddy. We'll see you next time. Have a lovely day. Screech. Well done, son. <laughs> <laughs>